This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Now today I've got some magic to do, and I've got a couple of players uh, to help me get on the right track. You may have noticed that in true Hannah fashion, I've put some subtle-ish show references uh, in my intro today. And that's because today we're talking about the hit musical Pippin. And I'm very pleased to be joined by Amira and Ephraim from Hillcrest High School's upcoming production of the show. Kia ora, team. Hey. Hi, thank you so much for having us today. I just want to say I love the intro. The you puns. Loved it? Uh, it's yeah. perfect. It's perfect. Okay. I appreciate the instant, like, um, you know, gratification from you two. It's, it's why I do the show, not because I want to hear about cool creative programs that you're involved um, projects that you're involved in is purely for my ego no um no thanks for coming on the show today guys it's um great to be talking to you great to be talking about pippin because i feel like it's a show that has a special place in a lot of people's hearts because i feel like it's been on my radar for like ages but i never thought i would get the opportunity to see it in hamilton if that makes sense i don't know if that's a weird thing to say but i don't know has it been done by schools before? I don't know why I'm asking you guys this like you know the answers, but please. <laughs> Apparently back in the 90s, our school actually did do Pepin. Hillcrest did? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I don't know if it's been done by any other schools in New Zealand, especially recently, but I know a lot of schools in places like America have done it. Mm. I mean, it's quite an old musical. Fun fact, it came out in 1972. Does mm. a research. <laughs> We're actually doing the revised version, which came out 2013, which is quite cool. It adds a lot more magic and, I guess, pizzazz than the original musical. Great use of pizzazz. Thank you. Uh <laughs> Also, the ending that we're using at the moment, that Ooh. was done in the 90s. Mm. Okay. But it if you want to find out what that is, you have to come <laughs> along. Yeah, we're not going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is a good segue, because I guess... You know, you guys are probably equipped to answer this. Um, Pepin, what is it? Where is it? When is it? How is it feeling today? Um, Pepin is being performed at Clarence Street Theatre from the 31st of March to the 5th of April. That's in a few days, team. FYI. Yeah, it's not very far away now. Three days. You're very calm about it, which I appreciate. <laughs> Sorry, continue. On the outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then on the inside, Amita is just like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, so you're opening at Clarence Street on the 31st and running till April the, what was it? Sorry. Wednesday the 5th. Wednesday the 5th, But yep. there's no show on Monday the 3rd. Okay. We have a limited five shows, so if you want to get tickets, you have to get them quick. Yep, and they're available now via Ticketek or just go to the Clarence Street um, Theatre website. It's like $23 a ticket, which is a vibe. I enjoy like general admission ticket pricing constantly. It brings me a lot of joy in my life. 
Mm. Um, okay, so you're on at Clarence Street, and I guess I want to ask, what's the show about in like a non-spoilery way? So don't be talking about that ending that you just <laughs> signposted. <laughs> but like a little summary. I think Pippin is really about um, finding your place in the world, and then it shows many different aspects and ways you can go about it. But I think the show itself gives the audience a feeling of magic and inspiration um, through showing Pippin's life. He goes through different many turns and corners and, yeah, you get to go on a journey. Okay. An unexpected journey? Yeah. There's some quite cool plots. Tolkien references for our Lord of the Rings and Hobbit fans out there. (laughs) I'm pretty sure this isn't a spoiler because I do say it at the start of the show. But um, it's basically a play within a play. Oh, nice and meta. I love that. So it's a group of actors called Players. Yeah, that was my reference at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and they're putting on a show led by the leading player. And, yeah, basically they're putting on a show about a character called Pippin and his life and times. And you kind of get to see, like, all the insanity that goes along with breaking the fourth wall. Okay, breaking the fourth wall. It's a risky time, guys. I support you guys doing it. Um, how is that? Because, I mean, you, it's not that often when, you've, when you're acting that you get the chance to break the fourth wall as hardcore as they do it in Pippin. Because yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fairly constant. Yeah, it's quite strange. Yeah. Because even though you're breaking the fourth wall, you're still acting as a different character. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, I am me breaking the fourth wall it's me as a character breaking the fourth wall yeah that's a lot to keep in your head so i'm glad that you guys are on that and that it's not (laughs) something i have to attempt and for those of you listening who are like what is this fourth wall are they literally going to be sledgehammering a wall the wall i'm getting a bit hand splainy here um is it's when hannah explains things um it's essentially the idea of a wall that exists between the people on the stage and the audience, correct? Yes. Yeah, I I need you guys to, like, keep me on the facts as you are studying, um, you know, drama right now, so you're probably more knowledgeable than I, potentially. And so this is a school production. Mm. Um, are there a lot of students involved in the show? There's a lot of students involved, but I think... The real cool thing that I'm seeing in rehearsals is it doesn't feel like a school show. Mm. It feels very professional, like everyone's there to do their job. But we have um, student running sound and lighting, which I don't think many people see that often, but they're doing an amazing job. We're sounding amazing. We do have a few like teachers and adults in the band, but that's really just because most people that play instruments at Hillcrest are in the show. Yeah. But the band is still full of students, all hair and makeup, backstage, students, even stage managing is students, which is quite cool. Hillcrest, yeah, definitely gives a lot of opportunities to students. Like my, my me, myself, previous shows, I've done lighting, I've done like backstage things, I've been And is this all through school, sorry? Yes, all through school, which is quite cool. Um, Yeah. I mean, I taught Tuku that because as an ex-Hillcrest High School student uh, class of 2013 what's up, HSU um, I totally agree with what you're saying in that 
the school and particularly the drama department provided me so many opportunities that if I hadn't have had, I wouldn't necessarily be where I am today. So I want to take a moment to thank Miss Pamant, Miss Binks, (laughs) Miss Broham, and Miss Cash. Kia ora. Um, But yeah. Okay, so you've got quite a few students, predominantly students, in all kind of roles across the production. And I want to ask you two quickly, um, what roles are you playing? Are you both on stage in this one? We are. Okay. Who are you? Um, We're both mainly players, so... Yeah, we're the ones that are breaking the fourth wall a lot of the time. Okay. And within the players, we kind of will have our own little roles as well because, you know, it's players playing characters. Yeah. So we're both nobles um, in certain scenes. And then you've got, like, multiple (laughs) roles in the show. Yeah. um, You'll have to see, but there's quite a few tricks and different things that I get to be part of. Um, quite a few surprising things which I don't want to spoil for you but Mm. then also I'm an understudy for King Charles which is one of the uh, principles which has been quite a challenging process understudying for someone but it's also been quite rewarding I think everyone that's an understudy has been blowing everyone away with how fast they can catch on to things so different nights you'll be having slightly different cast with understudies but I don't think you should be worried about which night is going to be best because every night with all the different people playing parts is going to be spectacular I mean you've got me sold and what I actually think is really cool is if I'm picking up what you're putting down is that everyone who's an understudy gets to go on in the role that they're understudying yeah that's quite cool love that because you put in so much work and then sometimes, you know, you're like understudy and you never get to go on because the person you're understudying for is able to do all the shows. And then you're like, well, why did I just do all this money? Yeah, definitely. Um, going into it, it has been a lot of work, like you said, but yeah, it's definitely been rewarding and I'm glad I'm an understudy. It's been great to, I guess, learn from the person that's playing the main part, mm. how he plays it and then playing off how I can do things I guess differently or also aspects that I really like from him so that's quite cool nice love that for you it sounds like it's quite a big ensemble show there is um I think about 50 casts currently that's enough um (laughs) (laughs) that's I love that though because I mean it it enables people to get on stage and do what they love which I'm fully supportive of yeah and that's actually something I really like about Pippin and how Scott Hall our director has been doing Mm. it because there isn't any role that feels super small like everyone's basically got the same amount of work except maybe a couple of the leads but everyone gets lots of time on stage in different roles and actually doing quite a bit which is quite exciting super exciting and I like I've lived always lived by a metaphor and I think I got it from my mum Kia mum um that a show is like a cake you need all the ingredients in different amounts otherwise the cake doesn't taste good and it stands up there's probably a you know a better metaphor but because now everyone's just thinking about cake but you know <laughs> it, it, it's sweet as um and actually uh, i do want to ask so the show's opening at the end of this week running into wednesday the 5th of april 
um, is it 7pm, 7.30pm shows? Friday, Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday are 7pm and the Sunday is at 2pm. Okay. You're incredible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's just sitting here being like, I have all of the facts and I love it. It makes, uh, you know hosting a podcast a lot easier and it makes me sound very cool i do my research <laughs> yeah well i mean you're the pe- you're the people to know right because you're, you're the ones doing the shows yeah. <laughs> um but as we say tickets are on sale now um get along i feel like you know in asking you guys about the show and you guys being very good at not being spoilery i'm now gonna have to see the show because you guys aren't just telling me what's gonna happen which i appreciate <laughs> Um, but also I love getting uh, the tea on TTT. Yeah, and I think it's quite cool because even if you have seen Pippin before, I think how we're playing it, mm. you could be quite surprised. There's definitely a lot of um, magic and... Like literal magic? I You'll have to see, but there is definitely elements and things that are quite magical and, yeah, it's definitely a fun show. Going into this... I know the director um, coming out of a couple of years that have been quite hard for people. Our real goal for this was to reopen a light on how epic and amazing musical theatre and really art in general can be. So I think it's quite cool how um, amazing and spectacular we've been able to make that show to be able to bring that excitement back into the area. Roger that. Sounds good to me. And um, Amira, earlier you said that one of the lines at the start that you had, do you have like the first line or something? No. Okay. I was about to be like, do it. No. (laughs) Okay. The first line is a song. That's good because I'm about to play the song. (laughs) No, I'm just like, oh no. If she's got the first line, do I need to get her to say the line before I play the song? But uh, yeah, I kind of umdenard about which song from Pippin, because I'm only going to do one because I don't want to be too spoilery, which song to play on That's the Ticket to give you know everyone a bit of a preview of what to expect. And I've got a few faves. Um, I actually really like um, On the Right Track. Yeah. That one's a good one. That's probably my favourite. You know, and I feel like everyone's top faves are um, Corner of the Sky and Magic To Do, which I'm going to play Magic To Do because it's the opening song and I feel like it's fitting. But um, now I feel nice and validated that you guys also write on the right track. (laughs) Um, But without further ado, uh, please enjoy Magic To Do. This is from the revival. It's uh, Patina Miller and the players. I feel like that was like 2018 or something. Do not quote me. But um, we'll be right back.
study Battles barbarous and bloody Join us, sit where everybody can see We've got magic to do just for you We've got miracle plays to play We've got hearts to perform, hearts to warn Kings and kings who take my score As we go along our way Welcome to the show Are you ready to have a good time Magic to Do from Pippin, which uh, Hillcrest High School are doing, and it's opening in a few days on the 31st of March. Uh, I've been talking to Amira and Ephraim from the show. Welcome back, guys. They never left. I don't know why he said welcome <laughs> back. Um, you know, but before that break, you guys kind of gave me some insight into what the show's about in a very non-spoilery way. Respect. But if you want to drop any um, spoilers, not spoilers, at any time, you're welcome to. Can I drop a spoiler now? Uh, We've got something people will love. We've got live fire. Um, Wait, I I can't tell if you're kidding or not. Oh, we're not kidding. We are not kidding. (laughs) Okay, we're getting lit um, at Pippin. um, We are. Symbolically. No, literally with actual flame, sorry. We've got two different things we're using that get lit on fire. Okay. As long as it's not Mm. a person, I'm supportive of it. Hopefully it won't be a person. Is there a bit of health and safety around that? Yeah, we just had our fire training recently. Okay. How was that? Was it informative? It was very informative. It's really cool kind of... Because, you know, when you see it, like, on TV or on another show yeah. and you can see all the, like, pyrotechnics and that and you're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. But, like, how do they do it in a safe yeah. way and still make it look really cool? And so then when you kind of see how it works, you're like, oh, wow, that actually is really cool. I mean, this is what I love about Hillcrest. Obviously, I'm incredibly biased as an ex-Hillcrest High School student, but, like, having the opportunity to kind of see how things work, learn how they work, be a part of how they work, and kind of get that behind-the-scenes perspective. That's what I love about theatre. I think before we went on air today, um, and you 
uh, these guys asked me what Hillcrest High School musicals I was in. And I'm like, I was in it, but I wasn't on stage. Well, I, I was stage crew, you know. And I, I just think having those opportunities is so great because I feel like a lot of people think that theatre is just the people you see on the stage and nothing else, but there's so much more behind it, as you guys have alluded to, with your, like, 50 cast members <laughs> and endless crew. And um, actually, I, I want to ask who um, the creative team is. I think you guys mentioned Scott Hall was your director. Yes, so Scott Hall is our amazing director. We've also got Michaela Gilling, who's our choreographer, and she's come up with some awesome choreography. Amazing mm. choreography. So you have to come along to see it. Yeah, no, I've seen um, a few shows around Hamilton that she's worked on, and she always does a good job. She does. Um, our musical director is Jane Tankersley. Nice, nice. Um, I know her. I believe I'm not going to talk about this link now. Continue. <laughs> But yeah, she's done a really good job. Mm. I think, yeah, the music's sounding so good. We had our sits probe last week. And yeah, hearing it with the orchestra was so amazing. Did you do your sits probe like at the theatre or did you do it at school? We did it at school and then like the next day we packed into the theatre. Okay. (laughs) But I do want to actually quickly plug some of the way we're doing the orchestra is super innovative. I don't know heaps about it, but... Uh, head like, of music. You were about to say we're doing something really innovative, but I don't know heaps about it. Please explain. Um, so, Mr. Cook, our head of department, and a few others have been working um, on this. It's like a virtual AI instrument, so it'll be playing on keyboards, which allows us to get many different realistic sounds from a keyboard. Like when you're watching the show, you'll be able to hear some horns and things and you'll think it's live but it's actually not which i think is super cool that's incredibly cool i actually did not know about that that's so cool you're in the show (laughs) yeah that's so cool did you not notice at the sits probe the lack of horn instruments I mean, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I feel like that was quite like, I was like, did you not notice? No, I'm, I'm only kidding. It's, it's totally acceptable. Um, <laughs> safe space, supportive space <laughs> here for you, Amira. Um, that is very cool, though. So is um, Mr. Cook in the band? Just asking for a mate. He is not in the band, um, but okay. he has been helping out with sound a bit and I guess overlooking everything. I think mm. he's one of the producers for it. Oh mm. yeah, that'll that's um that's enough mahi for one day, mate. <laughs> yeah, so he's doing so much stuff. Mm. That yeah. I mean, it all sounds like you guys are doing so much stuff cuz mm. you know, you're one of the players and uh, you're both players and you're both doing different things and then Ephraim you're an understudy. Yeah. You're singing and dancing at the same time. It's enough for me, to be honest. Final person in the creative team we want oh, to yes. shout out is Courtney, our wardrobe designer. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's over 200 costumes in the show, and every yeah. one of them looks insanely amazing. Over it's an insa- insane amount of costumes. How many costume changes do you have, Amira? I don't really have anything you don't? god okay. i've got like stuff that i'll put over top of my costume like a vest or a cape okay. there's some um, layer action yeah most of the players thankfully unless you're like ephraim and others who have like 50 roles in the show okay yeah but they all also look really in sync like i know other school shows have been in it'll be like some guy wearing a sailor costume and he's playing like a 
pizza guy and it's all over the place but this just sounds like um stranger things season two (laughs) (laughs) yeah but everything's there's a vibe and it comes across i enjoy a vibe um 200 costumes Courtney I reckon you can chuck a few more in there mate Um, she's a friend of the show Uh, if you go to Scott Hall's Instagram oh love this I think it's Scott Hall Voice Studio or something like that he has some pictures up from the photo shoot that we did recently and the also like shout out to Mark Hamilton I believe who was our photographer his photography work is insane and so yeah, if you want to go see those awesome photos get and get a bit preview. of a sneak peek of the show, you can go also to go to arts.hhs, which is our school arts page, and we have heaps of photos and videos from the show, plus some other quite cool content. I love that. You guys are delivering today. Uh, I said in the last voice break, I love getting the tea, aka the gossip on that's the ticket, and you guys are giving me uh, delivering tea in spades or kettles. Anyway, um, lame puns aside, um, I guess obviously you guys are only a few days out, but I do want to ask, like, how's how's it all been going? You know, you've been in the theatre for a bit, but it, it, has it all been a bit of a whirlwind? whirlwind? Yeah, but it's just honestly been, like, one of the best experiences of my life, I would have to say. Oh, big call. Big yeah. call. Appreciated that. I mean, theatre's always one of the best experiences of my life, but I feel like this show's definitely got to be way up there. Okay, just love that. Just seeing everything come together. Even, like, the first week of rehearsals, we all kind of just blended in so well. Like, we got to know each other so quickly, started mm. to work together really easily. Mm. Love that. That I mean, I guess that's the ideal, right? You want yeah. a cohesive kind of group, and you want to be having fun at rehearsals because often when I get people here on that's the ticket the week of I'm like how's tech week going and they're like <laughs> but I mean there's a lot of positivity in the studio today and I vibe it <laughs> um, Ephraim has it been as positive for you? Yeah tech week in the theatre has been so fun we've been rehearsing for many months starting in January but now being in the theatre you theater, say many but like you know we're at the end of March. You've been rising for like three months. Oh, it, it feels like so long. <laughs> it feels like eternity in a um, positive way. It's been a good eternity. But <laughs> being in the theatre, there's been so many things where you do it in rehearsal and you're like standing there and it looks awkward. But then you're in the theatre and there's explosions and lighting things and it all looks and amazing. Fires. And it makes sense. And then you go, wow, Scott knows what he's doing. And you get happy. Uh, you, <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, for the record, I feel like Scott always knew what he was doing. He, um, he I never doubted him, but it's so cool to see all the different pieces from different areas coming together and making a real nice picture of a puzzle. Beautifully put. Thank you. Um, I'm going to break for a uh, segment that I have on That's the Ticket. It's a reoccurring segment. Uh, it's quite important. And uh, to explain the segment, it's called Rick's Pick. Uh. <laughs> so you say that knowingly. Yeah, I have listened to the podcast a couple of times. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I love Rick's picks. <laughs> okay, you're just uh, now Uncle Rick. You're going to be Uncle Rick's favorite. I'm meant to be his favorite. No, that's good. We actually get a lot of positive reviews for his picks. But um, for those of you listening who are unaware of what Rick's pick is, basically, 
I have an uncle, Rick. He's a great uncle, great listener of music, great listener of radio. And when he found out that I was starting That's the Ticket here on Free FM, he was like, okay, Hannah, I'm going to give you a list. And it'll be a list of songs, and every week we can play Rick's Pick. And every week I have. And I like to try and go on theme. I've managed it with this, but I don't know... You guys can be the judge if if it's like loosely on theme or like on the money. As I um, alluded to at the top of the show, Pippin came out in the year 1972. So I have picked a song from 1972. <laughs> um, it's a song called Popcorn by a band called Hot Butter. And I just, you know, I feel like it's a vibe. It's an example of a Rick's pick where I um, hear something that I haven't heard before. And I hope that, you know, it'll be something like that for you too anyone heard the song popcorn by hot butter no but the name is enticing i can't wait to hear it yeah i um can't wait to share it with you but uh this one's for you uncle rick popcorn by hot butter um we feel like it's on theme with pippin not only because it came out the year that pippin came out 1972 but because it kind of has the same abstract energy right amira (laughs) (laughs) but um thank you uncle rick uh great pick as always and i appreciate the opportunity to um play and listen to music that i was unfamiliar with 
But uh, you're listening to Free FM 89.0, independent community media. And um, today on That's the Ticket, we've been kind of talking about Pippin, which is this week's hot ticket, I would say. But I want to kind of take a step away and um, talk to you guys about you guys. Because you're relatively, well not relatively, quite capable um, youth art practitioners and I guess there's a link. I'll start with Ephraim because this isn't the first time you've been on That's the Ticket, is it? No. You're on like my third episode like <laughs> two years ago. Man, I was a baby back then. Same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, was that the same band? Uh, it was Ollie and I um, who were a part of Smoke Paprika, but we came on because we had just won New the... Newfound Sounds. Newfound Sounds. Yes, Kia ora Morgana. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's shout outs for the mates. So that's when I had you on. And so that was you and Ollie, who I believe is playing, playing Pippin in the show. That's right. And his mum is Jane Tankersley, who's the MD for the show. See, that's the link I was alluding to before, <laughs> and I'm like, not yet. It's too much to explain. <laughs> um, okay, so you and Ollie, you're in a, both of you are in a band called Smoked Paprika? Yeah, so we've been part of Smoked Paprika well, since it started, but last year... We got the opportunity to go to the Smoke Free Rock Quest National Final. Okay. And then we were lucky enough to win it. You won it. We won it, which was quite exciting. That That's rather exciting. Yeah. That's quite an achievement. Yeah. And because of that, we got to uh, get some money, um, which is always nice, for musical equipment from the rock shop. Yeah, and I might then... add in that byline, bro. No. <laughs> And then we also got to record a single with a music video, thanks to New Zealand On Air. And that song just came out on Friday. It's called My Way. Um, we're quite excited about it. Um, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll try and squeeze it in the playlist um, <laughs> later in the show. Gotta do it. Everyone deserves to hear this song on the radio at least once. Definitely. Okay. So you're in a band. That's quite happening. Um, Amira, I'm like, while that song was playing, I was like, do you do theatre? And she's like, yeah, I do theatre. And I'm like, with whom? And Amira's like, I was in The Taming of the Shrew at Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival at the start of March. And I'm like, I saw you. I was there. (laughs) And then we had this whole, well, I say we, me, I just had this whole recognition moment, which I'm glad that I had. Um... But how was the timing of the show? It was awesome. That was actually pretty much my first community theatre experience, at least my first community theatre experience acting. Mm. I did sound for Towards the Fight Before Christmas last year. I came and saw that show too. (laughs) You did sound. Yeah. That's cool. More people need to do sound because it's scary, she says, whilst operating the sound desk for a radio show. (laughs) But it is scary, so good on you. But yeah, it was really awesome. Everyone in the cast was just so nice. Like, I don't know if I could have had a better first community theatre experience, to be honest. Well, Tahi Tahi Tasi, they do a lot of good mahi in um, the theatre community. And oh, who did I have? I had um, a couple of people from the show I on think it the was ticket. Louise. Louise, one of the co-directors, and um, Kelsey Curtis. Yeah, they're both so lovely. Oh, I know. Kelsey. She's a mate. Um <laughs> No, it was a great show, though, actually. I enjoyed it. Um, I felt a bit for you guys performing in the heat, though, because I, I came on the opening night and it was uh, opening performance and it was like 2 p.m. and it was quite sunny. 
people left it intermission because it was too hot. Yeah, I did not. I'm like, I'm here now. I need to see how the scenes, even though the play has been out for like a hundred years, <laughs> and it's literally past the point of spoilers. Um, but no, that was great. And um, I hear that you uh, work with Ench- um, Enchanted Entertainment? I do. I just started working there this year. Okay. I don't know if I'm allowed to... I'm going to be cheeky and ask, but am I allowed to ask which kind of princess or character you are? I've, I mean, we all do a few. Okay. It kind of really depends on what's popular at the time, but okay. um, first one I did was Wonder Woman. Okay. Bold. I've done her a couple of times. That, that's that's quite an impact straight out the gate you're like I'm Wonder Woman (laughs) vibe that (laughs) yeah I've done um, Enchanted has their original character called Blossom the Unicorn Fairy so I did her for Stories in the Garden once which was really cool I think Stories in the Garden is one of my favourite events to do that is cool I've plugged it a few times on that's the ticket it's like a free event is it Saturdays or Sundays in Garden Place an hour you just come down and there's people I think they just had their last one of the season yes Saturday yeah um, yeah, but I think they'll bring it back in like the spring or summer. Yeah, well, I mean, like there is usually a wet weather venue, but it's nicer outside, right? It, yeah. it adds to the magic of it all. There's okay. lots of room to like run around and dance with the little kids. Th- that happens often then? Yes. Okay. Love that for you and not me. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I, not good at the choreo. Yeah, I've also done, I did one meet and greet at a market as Anna. Which was really cool because I haven't had a chance to play a lot of the popular characters before. And it's quite a different experience when you play a character that's a bit more well-known with younger kids. Yeah, there's a bit more expectation from the audience. Whereas, at least with Wonder Woman and, um, sorry, Blossom. Yes. um, Like, there isn't the same level of expectation. Whereas, I imagine when you're Anna, you have kids coming up to you, like, quoting lines from the film at you. That's yeah. what that sort of zone. I also just did, just trying to think about the roles that I've done. I think a couple of weeks ago, I just did a meet and greet at event cinemas as Mirabelle from Encanto. Okay. No and that was really that. cool. Um, Layla, who's one of our awesome leading players in the mm. show for Pippin, played Isabella. And so that was really fun to do together. Cool. Love that. Um, I guess oh, I'm going to be cheeky again. Do you have a favourite of the ones you've played so far? Oh. Um, you can decline answering if it's too hard. I do love Wonder Woman, to be okay. honest. Like her, I think her outfit is just really cool. Okay. But I have also liked playing Anna and mm. Mirabelle and Blossom. I, so I like all them all, them. but also like <laughs> mainly Wonder Woman and Anna, I would say. Okay. I'll allow it. Um <laughs> Uh, Ephraim, now you've done a bit of theatre around the place too, eh? Yeah, not so much in the past year or so, mm. but... Give um, me the backlog if you fancy it. The backlog. Uh, my first... The history, I should say. Backlog has <laughs> negative connotations. <laughs> All right, let's go through my history. Um, my first show was Bugsy Malone, which I did at Rivoli Theatre. Oh, yeah, that was yonks ago. That was yonks ago. I was... Like nine at the time, I believe. Yeah. And then following that, I went on to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oompa nice. Loompa. I saw that. You saw that? I saw the show. It was a good yeah. show. I yeah. think there's a picture of you from Bugsy Malone up in the green room at Ripley Theatre. <laughs> there, it's actually not. 
I was that? away on the photo shoot. Oh, there's right. a, there's pictures of me as a child hanging up in the Green R- Rivoli Theatre. Lame is me. <laughs> and then uh, Suzical, that was oh, such yes. a fun character. I was Thing One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I also did uh, Madagascar, and then recently Beauty and the Beast. Nice. Okay. Nice. And now Pippin. Now Pippin. And um, on Pippin, bringing it back to Pippin just very briefly, um, I want to ask if, like, is there anything that you've learnt while working on this show that's kind of stood out? I mean, obviously, by going through you guys' creative histories, you've you've been through a lot already. But, like, is, is there any kind of standout that you've learnt or something that you've really loved in the process so far? Hmm. I can give you some time to think about it, if you want. I think, uh, for me personally, um, singing has been a real change in this show. Like Mm. previous shows, I haven't been a great singer, but I got singing lessons, and now, uh, with the music, I can actually read it and know I'm singing the right notes. You guys read the music. We We try. (laughs) Yeah, that's baller. So I assume you don't... Do you sing in your band? Uh, no, I do not. Okay. What I do you do in the band? I play guitar, which okay. is quite fun. Um, Ollie is our singer, but we've been talking about harmonizing for years, and we just never get around to it. Well, now you have the knowledge. Now we have the knowledge. Yeah. Um, yeah, Josh is also Pippin. He's in our band. Okay. So, yeah, no reason not to. Do you have to be Pippin to be in the band, asking for a mate? Asking for a mate. <laughs> um, if you can find someone that's played Pippin and... What if someone's who's interv- who has interviewed cast members from Pippin? Does that Ooh. count? You know, I'd have to take it up with the band. Okay. But... I have no musical ability, but I feel like I've got front man energy. Or front yeah. hand energy, because my name's Hannah. You can MC us, you know. Okay. Maybe, you know, we've been needing a shaker, a tambourine. Okay. No rhythm, but thank I'll you hit for you the up. opportunity. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let, let's do it. Sorry, okay. we got really off topic. Um, Amira, any key takeaways, key learnings from the show? Um, I'd have to say just my favorite part has been getting to know everyone better and just working with everyone, because... I mean, obviously you see everyone around school, it's a school show, but if you're not in the same year level or the same classes or like extracurriculars normally, then you Mm. don't get a chance to talk to people and you definitely don't spend as much time with people. But with Pippin, we've spent so much time together and I think it's just been really awesome to get to know people better. And that just, I think it just adds to the energy that people bring to the stage. Mm. For sure. And that's one of the great things about doing plays and musicals and stuff is uh, Theatre Fano. Theatre Fano is forever, eh? They're they're Mm. right up there with your actual family. Um, Okay. Well, I'm going to break into um, my second and final segment of That's the Ticket, which is upcoming events because time is getting away um, on us. So feel free to chime in if you guys have any um, upcoming events. But uh, I'm going to start with Pippin, (laughs) which is opening at Clarence Street Theatre on Friday the 31st of March and running until the 5th of April. Shows are at 7pm and there is a matinee performance on the 2nd of April at 2pm. Tickets are available now at clarencestreettheatre.co.nz or Ticketek for $23. Did I get it right, Amira? 
You did. I think so. <laughs> I'm like, you're my fact check. <laughs> um, elsewhere around Kitty Kitty Roa, Hamilton uh, Playbox's Calendar Girls is running at Rivoli Theatre until the 1st of April. Uh, there are 7.30pm shows and a couple of 2pm matinees in the mix too. Tickets are available right now via iTicket at $20. And uh, while we're on the topic of Rivoli Theatre... I'd like to flag that Hamilton Musical Theatre have auditions open for Hairspray the Musical. Auditions are running on the 1st and 2nd of April. To get more info, uh, go to hamiltonmusicaltheatre.co.nz. And then over at The Meteor, they have Anthony Tonin uh, coming through, sorry, Anthony Tonin, uh, coming through with his Leave Love Out of This tour on Thursday the 30th of March. More info and tickets are available at themeteor.co.nz. And then um, last but not least, and there's a bit of a Hillcrest High link, but uh, Kimbra is coming to Kitty Kitty Roa. Did you guys know she went to Hillcrest? We did. It gets um, mentioned a lot. Yes. <laughs> I was. We have a room named after her. The Kimbra room. Yeah. Where is it? It's in the music department. It's one of our little practice rooms. Wild. I'm, mm. I don't know if it still exists, but I was told that the English department named a couple of cows. I don't know if you guys even still have those. Computers on wheels? Nah. Uh, no. It's like, well, I don't was, think we would. For a time, there was like a trolley with computers on it, and they were called cows. And after me and my sister Missy left, they computer named computer on wheels. Yeah, yeah. They named one Hannah and they named one Missy. I don't know if they're oh. still there, <laughs> but um, yeah. And actually, when I was in year twelve, Kimbra, uh, that song with Gautier, somebody that I used to know, had just come out, and so there was a lot of chat about that and that song was just played constantly throughout the school but anyway back on topic uh, Kimbra is coming to Kurikurua. Uh she's from Hamilton as we've touched on um, and she's coming home to play a gig at the factory on the 31st of March with support from Georgia Lines and tickets are available now via Ticket Ferry um, so if you're old like me I recommend go to Pippin and then go to Kimbra after the show <laughs> Um, that's the vibe um, from me. But um, anything else you guys want to plug? Any um, other school shows in the works that you can talk about? I mean, we've always got our Year 12 and Year 13 productions. Okay. The Year Have 12 been... one is next term. I don't know when the Year 13 one is. Okay, and they haven't been announced yet, eh? We do know what the Year 12 one is. We got told mm. about a week ago. Are we allowed to talk about it on That's the Ticket? I'm not sure, but, I mean, we can talk about it anyway. <laughs> Hopefully I'm allowed to. Sorry, Miss Cash, if I'm not. Um, but it's going to be DNA. Okay. I do not know the play. It's written by... The name's completely slipped it's, my mind. It's but... all good. Yeah. Um... <laughs> it's about... I don't even... It's quite dark. I don't know okay. if I can talk about it, but it's to do with a group of friends covering up a crime that they've committed. That is that is quite dark. I'm intrigued, though. Oh, maybe I have to have you back on. That's the ticket close to <laughs> the time. Okay. Um, Ephraim, any gigs coming up or anything like that? Um, not particularly. I think our focus has really been on Pippin recently, mm. but afterwards, who knows? We'll have to see. Okay. Love that. Um, and... Now we're at the closing point of That's the Ticket. Um, I said earlier, and I'm going to do it, I'm going to play My Way by Smoke Paprika. And then I think if I can fit it in, I want to play uh, a song from the Hillcrest High School student album, Volume 1. I discovered this by accident, but I was pleasantly surprised. Do, we, do any of you feature on the album? 
Um, our band does, but it was produced by Bailey, one of our Who Chris High X students. Right. Um, it's quite cool. Okay. Um, the song I've picked is called Single Swim by Jessica Iington, uh, mm-hmm. purely because I know her. Um, no, we worked together um, on a show, Heather's the Musical at the Meteor Theatre, back in 2021, and I was just very surprised. But um, do go listen to uh, the Hillcrest High School student album, Volume 1, which is available on Spotify or wherever you like to listen, because it's just a bunch of students doing really cool stuff. And the production um, value is really good as well. I mean, I don't know why I sound surprised, but I'm just like... (laughs) When I was a teenager, I would never have achieved such an awesome thing. <laughs> so I'm like, shooketh. But um, is this your first time hearing uh, My Way on the radio? Um, I think it got played on ZM yesterday. But okay. it's my first time hearing it live. Okay, love that. But um, thanks to both of you for coming on the show. And I wish you all the best for um, Pippin in a few days' time, eh? Thank you so much for having us. I've had a great experience. Hey, mate, you, with that, you're welcome back anytime. <laughs> so polite. No, but um, I've been Hannah Mooney. This has been That's the Ticket, and I'll be back next Tuesday. Matiwa e tifano. This is a fantasy I long to live I'd leave it all or what I'd give To have it my way is a fantasy I long to live I'd leave it all or what I'd give to have it my
wants to hear That everybody wants to hold On to fake memories They say that broke their soul Nobody should know The hell that can be caused To make four walls A place that can be called home I worry when I feel my pulse Cause I know my heart works
more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.